Today's episode is brought to you by City Distilling. Distilled from 100% corn and gluten-free, City Street Vodka is the perfect complement to your favorite martini or cocktail. You belong to the city. Visit citydistilling.com or stop by 7600 State Road, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right, so there's something that I do want to talk about, and it is second chances. Okay. Are you big on giving people second chances? Me personally, yes, I am. Um, it's funny because um, my assistant manager recently gave me like this big, huge spiel about how I give people way too many chances. I give people way too much benefit of the doubt. Like in general or work-related or relationships? Relationship-related is where the, the topic came from. Um, it was more so like dating. And it's like kind of giving people the benefit of the doubt. And like maybe they said something stupid or did something stupid. Like it's not like the the way that our topic started, it had nothing to do with anything major. It wasn't like somebody cheated on me and now I'm giving them a second chance. It wasn't like... Like, they killed my dog, and now I'm giving them a second chance. Like, it wasn't a major thing. It was like, oh, they stopped talking to me for two days, and then they came back and were like, hey, how you been? But is that really a second chance? It's just, like, it's two days. It's not like... I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it. But, I mean, I do think about my last relationship, where it was on again, off again. And yes, I did give him multiple chances. Too many? Or would you say that's what you guys needed as a relationship to figure out that it wasn't right? I think that it was something that we needed. So in the grand scheme of things, at the end of how everything ended, where I'm at right now, I am happy with how things occurred. Because the first, like, on again, off again, we broke up multiple times before whatever. I always felt like there was unfinished business. There was always that little bit of what ifs and, you know, oh, like I'm still holding on to something. Like there's always that feeling of I'm missing out on something. But now the actual ending at this point, it's no, like it's done. It's over. Like So you're saying multiple people, do you think most people think like this, that they are getting that second, third, fourth, fifth chance because that person feels there's unfinished business? Or do you think it comes... I think second chances and third chances come out of laziness. People don't think they deserve better. Comfortability. Laziness. Okay, yeah. People get lazy in a relationship and they're like, oh, I can't do any better. Or I just like, no, you should be your biggest cheerleader. You should always know what you deserve and you should essentially fuck everybody else. My focus should, your focus should be you. Like my focus is me. I'm the most selfish I've ever been. And you know, I'm selfish. I now in 2023 am the most selfish I've ever been in my entire life that's saying a lot it does i know that i'm focusing on myself you've always been even more now so to say so to say that you're more selfish now is saying a lot i know and (laughs) to say that no but think about both men that i've really been with Mm -hmm. they were treated like kings so for me to now just treat myself like that is fucking incredible yeah so it really does say a lot like it's nice to be like bitch you're the queen King, whatever the fuck I want to be that day. I am who I want to be, and I don't have to explain to no one. But I think a lot of the time, second chances come out of people thinking they don't deserve Or thinking they can't find better. So if you ever given somebody a second chance? 
I don't think that I have. I don't think I was ever in a position where I had to. Friends, maybe. Like, I know our friendship is better than this. Like, I'm not going to not be your friend over a drunk argument. Or, like, the girl on vacation, no. Like, she didn't have money. I don't want to be her friend. But, like, (laughs) there's times where I haven't. I'm sure I haven't given someone a second chance that they may have deserved. But it's all about how you approach a situation initially. If you come in hot and it's all me, 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 and then you gaslight me and then you try to make me think it's me and like, I don't need that in my life. So I will not give that person a second chance. But I've never been put in a position where I've needed to get, I mean, I guess I'm giving you a second chance. Not really. Like, you know, I don't know. That This could be looked at as a second chance, I guess. Well, no. Or no. No? <laughs> no. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. There's no second chance in a relationship. No, I don't mean that. Like, just as, like, friends. I, no. Everything is a relationship. Not that kind of relationship. No, but like, Okay, well, do you think... Have you ever been put in a position where you, you wanted a second chance? Yes, I'm in it right now. Okay. I'm literally sitting in it right now. And if, you, if the tables were turned and you were... The other person in this scenario. I've already done that because you told me to. Yes, I would give them a second chance. You would? Yes. Because I know that... But didn't you just say that you don't think that you would give people a second chance? I don't know that I've been in a position to give them second chances. Okay. I think it's all circumstantial. Absolutely. It really depends on what the relationship was, what kind of relationship it was, how incredible the relationship was, what went down, how it went down. Who's in your ear? Who's not? Like, there's a lot of factors to second chances. That's why as an adult, we need to make our own fucking decisions. Absolutely. Regardless of what our friends and family say. Absolutely. Because there's someone in my life now that has given this gentleman multiple, multiple chances. I'm going to give her the advice that I think I want to say to her, what I think she should do, what she deserves, what she's better than. But they're going to do what they want because they're adults. Right. They're going to do what they want to do because... They're comfortable. They don't think they deserve better. They probably do. And they do because I've seen them deserve, I've seen them get better from someone else and they're still with this person. But who am I to judge? We all have shit going on. I think she's stupid and she deserves better, but she's going to do what she wants because she's an adult. Yeah. And all I can do is be her friend and say, girl, that's stupid, but I support whatever the fuck you want to do, whether it's wrong or right. Absolutely. And I think that that's important as a friend in anyone's life. You know, give them the raw and unsolicited advice or solicited advice, whatever. But give that, like, tell them the truth. Tell them the truth, not what you think that they want to hear. But at the end of the day, like, if they're truly your friend, you're going to support them in whatever decision that they need. You're going to be there for them. Yeah, you might have seen it a mile coming. Like, that was fucking dumb. Um, I knew you were going to get your heart broken. I knew that that shit was going to occur. But that's not your job. Your job is to tell them the truth and to be there for them when they fall on their face. I, you know, I have somebody that's in my life as well who the same kind of situation, you know, she's been in a relationship for many years and the the guy was in recovery, relapsed, put her in all kinds of like fucked up situations that she broke up with him, but then fell back into it and then got back with him again. And in that circumstance, like he has since been sober since, you know, he checked himself into certain programs and stuff like that. 
So maybe in that circumstance, maybe he did deserve a second chance. I don't know. I can only be told what I know from that one side of things. Um, you know, she since then, though, she's in this relationship where he barely makes any money. He's not supporting anything in the relationship. He's like, she pays for everything, she, like where they live, everything along those lines. And it's not really fair to her. But again, I, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. I don't know the agreements that they've made or whatever the case may be. And now all of a sudden they're engaged. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But it, it, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't get why people don't think they deserve. Not Maybe that guy is great. Like you're saying, it, all, it literally is all circumstantial. I just think it's the majority of its laziness and comfortability. Yeah. I actually, I saw this TikTok yesterday. It's funny. Um, and it was this gay guy. And he was like, all right, gays. Like, listen to this. You know, we give all of our straight girls all of this advice saying, like, don't accept this. You know, you got to put your standards up higher, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, he's like, go on their dating apps. Like, have them show you what they see. There's not very many options out there. Like, these straight guys look like they're dirty, that they don't bathe themselves. They put no effort into their profiles. They put no effort into a relationship. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to so, do. Right. So, you know, is, I don't know. I, I think that there there is something to say about, you know, acceptance to a certain level. You know, nobody's ever going to check every box. No one's ever going to be perfect for you. Everyone's going to fuck up. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Everybody hopefully is learning from those mistakes. But to say that somebody doesn't deserve a second chance, to say that you have to up your standards, to say that you have to accept, like, you can't accept anything other than perfection, like, that's unrealistic. Because we're not real. We're not perfect. Correct. Nobody is perfect. So I, I do believe that to some extent, yes, there needs to be second chances. There needs to be acceptance of things. You you have to accept somebody where they're at. So they say a lot of the time with second chances comes forgiveness. And most people are only forgiving to make it better for themselves, which I think is important. You need to forgive someone for doing you wrong so you can move on. Absolutely. But then you have that person who did wrong that cannot forgive themselves that are just sitting in frustration. So what's advice? I need advice for that. Forgive yourself. That's the advice. Forgive yourself. You have already come up with multiple reasons why this may or may not have occurred. You've come up with these different stories. You've, you've accepted the fact that it happened. You've accepted that you did something fucked up. You've accepted pieces of it. And, but you haven't forgiven yourself for it. That's what you need to do is you need to forgive yourself. You're saying me? Yes, I'm saying you. I'm saying this situation right now. All right, good, because it was me. <laughs> Your second chance. Yes. I know. I would like one, but I don't know that I deserve it is the only thing. I would love one more than anything. I don't, uh, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I don't know if you deserve it either. I, I don't. Like, I, I mean, I think that 
you did some fucked up shit for sure. Absolutely. And it could be perceived as unforgivable. Granted, it's a one-time thing. It's something that it, it wasn't an ongoing issue. It wasn't something that presented itself before. It wasn't anything that, you know, escalated and got worse over time. It was literally a one-time occurrence that came out of nowhere. So could there be forgiveness for it? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Time will tell. Time tells everything. But you think that you deserve a second chance. I don't think that I deserve. I would love one. And I don't know that I deserve one. Elaborate. Like, I don't... Like, how does someone look past the things that I did? I think... I feel like cheating is worse than what I did. Oh, for sure. What I did is wild. Something I never even thought I could get to. Or a place I would ever be in my life. Right. But it's... I don't know how I would forgive that. I probably could because I would think back to, again, circumstances, how incredible the relationship was. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like, say I forgive this person and I would expect that person to have this same mentality. You're always going to worry that it's going to happen again, that it might sneak out again. Where did it come from? Was it me? Was it them? There's a lot more to it. Right. Hence why I'm in therapy. Well, to yeah. figure out why the fuck that would ever happen in 36, 39 years of my life. Sorry, I'm a lot older than I thought. Why now? Right. I mean, and I don't want to blame people. I want to just understand why and never do it again. Absolutely. You know, I, I think that there's something to be said for that. You know, you're putting effort into it. You're putting effort into it for you, not for the relationship, not for that second chance for you. Um. I gave somebody a second chance one time and I, we ended things. And when we ended things, part of, part of what I said was like, you need anger management, you need therapy, you need certain aspects of, you know, self-help. You need to figure things out internally yourself because what was occurring in our relationship had nothing to do with me. And it was something that was affecting me and affecting our relationship. And he came back with, I've been going to anger management. I've been going to therapy. I've done this, 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 and this. I've removed this aspect from my life that was a trigger or whatever the case may be. And it made it easier for me to give that second chance. Did you notice a difference, though, yes. once you gave that second chance? Yes, 100%. And then did it rear its ugly head again? Like, why are you not with that person now? No, it did not rear its ugly head. It just, you guys realized it wasn't for you. Completely different circumstances. Okay. Completely different. Which is good advice, but, like, I'm still going to always be an adult and do what I want to do. Right. Which is crazy. But... Are you putting effort into yourself, learning why it might have happened, learning, you know, more about yourself to prevent it from happening, whether you get that second chance or not? Exactly. Yes, I have. That's because I said early on to my therapist, I don't want it to happen to even my friends, my family. It could happen if it can happen so randomly out of nowhere that one time. 
It might not be random or however it happened. I don't want that to happen to anybody in my life. I don't want it to happen to me again. Right. It was traumatizing. Yeah. I don't ever want that to happen again. So why did it happen to you? Do you really want to talk about that? Yeah. I don't know why it happened. I'm uh, assuming it was alcohol related. I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. But I've also been drunk multiple times with this person before. Like, Andrew, I mean, like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to feelings that I had in prior relationships that I felt at that moment in that relationship. Okay. And I'm dealing with those emotions now within myself and conversations I'm having with strangers, even though it's it's a big issue, but it, you can be deal with it minimally each time you feel that it happens, if that makes sense. Oh, so essentially, <laughs> I was going to do it for years. <laughs> so essentially, I have abandonment issues and issues with feeling unwanted. And okay. that night, I felt unwanted. Things escalated from there. And now I'm in a position where I lost one of the greatest humans in my life. So that's what I'm sitting with now dealing with is how do I deal with abandonment, whether it comes like with little sprinkles of someone not wanting me to do this or doing this for me. And it's great because I can recognize myself before things happen now. I don't let abandonment bother me because I realized it wasn't, it was my issue, but I was dealing with it for another reason. I think honestly it pertained to you and how our situation went down and it was like out of the blue, but it wasn't you. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, cause you're probably going to say I'm blaming you. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. But you felt abandoned by me. Yes. 100%. Okay. And you feel like you, you held on to those abandonment issues. I didn't hold on. They were, they were within me. Like they were deep within me and I've held them away for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then when this same instance happened where I felt abandoned while I was also drunk and I had someone over the house that night, a friend over the house that night, the girl who's giving this man too many chances. So it's weird that this is all coming together in this episode. The girl who had given this man too many chances came over and me and my boyfriend made dinner. We drank, we laughed, we had a great time with her. And then when he went to bed, her and I just like got into this like deep, dark conversation about unwanted and people being too nice and people that are nice get taken advantage of like her and i was just like in this like dark mindset i guess and then when i go to bed and i ask for sex and i get denied and then it just went downhill from there because there i am abandoned not abandoned or unwanted like essentially it's like they come hand in hand and i just i cracked so I, i guess let me ask first so, do you still feel these abandonment issues? I don't. Do you think that you have... Do you think that you don't feel them because of what happened that night? And because you let it out in kind of like an anger? Or do you think that you don't have it because of something you've done since? I think there's a lot of parts to this. I don't feel abandoned because now you're back. Okay. Let's, let's start there. <laughs> No, not even that. But like, I think but the more I thought about it, I realized he was going to go nowhere. And it was silly that I thought that way. Mm-hmm. And he is somewhere else now. And that's what I have to deal with. But I need to just, again, have trust in my relationship and myself because I know that I've been working on all of these things for months and months and months. And I've found little things where I could have been triggered 
but I'm not. So have you have you worked through some of this abandonment issues like in therapy and stuff? It like was that? literally all therapy. There I I I think there's a stigma against therapy. Like a lot of people should do therapy. So many people are like, oh, I don't need to I'm not crazy. It doesn't have to be initially when I first went to therapy was with you. Because, because you would I always forced you to. Well, you, you would always say I'm a horrible human and I need therapy and I'm crazy. <laughs> yes, you did. Did you not? I, I yeah. All yes, of those absolutely. things. So yes, 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 all of that was said. At so one yes. <laughs> so I went to therapy, but I wasn't committed because I didn't feel I needed it. This time, I truly fucking needed it. I needed to talk to someone about my shit. Hold on, pause. But now, hindsight, did you need it when I was telling you to? I don't know. I I still don't think so. I think. I think, and this is me being very open, as I'm always going to be, I think I went to therapy because you said it so often, I felt it. You said that I was crazy so often. Yes, you did. So you're, so you're being a hypocrite right now by telling our listeners that they should go to therapy, but yes. you're saying that you, did, yes, <laughs> you didn't need because it. Because I will, be a, hypocrite. I will be a hypocrite from time to time. Not that everybody needs it, but everybody needs to be open to it if they feel they need it or they can't figure out why they feel a certain way. I didn't know why that happened to me. When it happened with you, I just felt like I was being told that's who I was and what I needed and whatever. Okay. So I went. I was like, this is doing nothing for me. So we never went again. This time I was like getting stuff and I was like, oh, I do feel different. And I feel like I'm learning stuff and I'm learning. I still can't meditate to this day. <laughs> but like I, you can journal and you can. A lot of times I find myself just outside like wandering with the dogs or whatever to just clear my head. So that is, I just, I just don't want there to be a stigma around therapy. I may have needed it then. I don't think I did. But this time I 100% did. Do you remember back in our relationship when we would fight about something or we'd have, you know, an elaborate conversation about something and I was, and I would give us homework and I would be like, all right, well, write this stuff down, yes. come with a list of this, and then we would compare our I remember sitting we... at the dining room table, probably like towards, was it towards the end maybe? No, that was all throughout our relationship. I just remember you always making me do something. <laughs> and I remember he... vividly sitting at in our house across the dining room table, and we both had like an eight and a half by 11 <laughs> page full of like, I forget what we were doing, mm -hmm. and we just read, we like sh fired shit off at each other. And did you think that that was helpful? I don't remember. I know me. I probably thought you were being silly and weird, and it probably did help me. So maybe, like I'm saying, I don't think I needed it. Maybe I didn't need therapy. Maybe you're my therapist. I don't know. Thank you. Is that, is that what <laughs> you're you welcome? Is you're that welcome. You that's like? all I wanted. No, 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 I don't know. That's not, no, but I truly I, don't know. I'm sure it helped. It, talking in general helps. Getting shit on paper helps. That's why my therapist tells me to journal to talk yeah. to him. Like I get it. Absolutely. So maybe that's what you're doing the whole time. And I was like, this fucking weirdo, what an asshole. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot in that, in writing things down and talking about things. Um, and it's it's finding the right avenue and what works for you. Um, you know, sometimes it works with your partner. Sometimes you need somebody else. Sometimes you need a sounding board. And sometimes that's a friend or a family member. But sometimes it's really important to get a third party that is not involved at all. So that's why a therapist is important. And to the extremes that, you know, things are a little bit deeper, things are a little bit more traumatic, things are a little bit more maybe hardwired in your brain, maybe you do need certain types of medication or something that's going to help you along the way. 
And I'm not telling anybody to just get out there and get on medication. Like if, if you don't need it, like don't, but some people do need it. Well, do you remember early on when I went, not early on, it was like towards the end or middle, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. When I went to the, their, the, the, no, I went to my family doctor and they gave me like Lexapro or something, remember? They gave you an anti-anxiety medication due to your high blood pressure and it linked back to that. It had nothing to do with your anxiety. So I didn't have anxiety? Well, I, I still think you have anxiety. Yes, but I am not a trained doctor, so I'm not going to sit here and say. And now you're not going to be a doctor? Our home relationship, we're like, take these four pills. You'll be fine in the morning. Now you don't want to be a doctor. And you always were? I was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now you don't want to be a doctor? I'm pretty sure <laughs> our first date with your friend Chrissy, <laughs> she had something. And I said, I'm not a doctor, but I can take a look. Uh, I remember <laughs> What was it, like a mole on her butt or something? I think she had, I think she had like a skin tag on her inner thigh. Chrissy, write in and remind us what it was. Um, yeah, but like, so maybe this whole time you were like a weird version of a therapist. Yeah. I, I mean, think we are as friends therapists for 100%, each other. A hundred percent. And I think that we can find therapy in a lot of things. And some people find therapy in really bad ways. Some people find drinking or drugs or sex or any sort of addiction to be their form of therapy. And that's an unhealthy form of therapy. Yeah. People can find healthy forms of therapy that do not involve a therapist, that do not involve a practicing doctor. It can be through friends. It can be through music. It can be through so many different avenues that can be therapy for you. But it's important to know yourself and be able to figure that out yeah, but a lot of people don't want to look inward and help themselves. Right. They just are very complacent with where they are. That's why I said, like, the way my 2022 ended and the way I'm going into 2023 has been, like, I'm literally in the best version of myself I've ever been. I always think I'm, like, this holier-than-out person. I think I'm better than everybody. I've always had this, like, cocky mentality my entire life, even with jack tooth and, like, fat. But I just wish everybody could have that mentality where, like, they like are their own best cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's true. Like, you know, you have to have that self-confidence. You have to build yourself up. You know, as RuPaul says, like, what, what, what does he say? If you ain't gonna love yourself, ain't it? Or whatever. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. gonna love you if or you something. you can't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else to? We're or horrible gays that we did not know that right off the bat. We should have <laughs> just, like, shot that right out of our mouths. <laughs> I mean, I don't really watch Drag Race, but... Um, I did the last two years of my life, but not recently. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, I think that, you know, you're your own biggest fan, you're your own biggest support, like you have to build yourself up, you have to give yourself confidence, you have to give those positive affirmations, you have to treat yourself like the temple that you are, like whether that be what you tell yourself, what you put in your body, how you take care of yourself, all of that is so important. And yeah, I think that's why people give people so many chances because they, again, don't respect themselves enough. They don't believe in themselves enough. So if these people had more self-love, they would realize what they deserve, what they don't deserve. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I hope that the people that are not giving second chances love themselves so much that that's why they're not giving people second chances. And it's not the people that are in their ears, like their friends that are having vision or their friends that will never get this image out of their head. I hope everyone's decision is their own decision. Right. 
Like you can't let other people make the decisions. You can't. And sometimes it's up. Like when I gave my my ex a second chance, like some of my best friends were like, "You're fucking stupid. Like why would you do that? Like he fucked you over. Like whatever the case may be." Like, but did he fuck you over the first time? I mean, the situation wasn't ideal, but it wasn't like him fucking me over. It was like a whole. It was a whole bunch of stuff. But your friends are still there. My friends are still there, and they said I told you so, but... Which I don't think people should say either. I think you should just sit in your glory and know that you were right. I don't think there's ever a need to say, tell Jeff, don't be a jerk off. I mean... Just sit in your glory and know you were fucking right the whole time. I mean, I'm a Virgo, so I just automatically say I told you so. Like, um, that's totally me, I don't think you've ever said that to me. Ever. Oh, I know. I've definitely said that to you. Like, without... But I don't know. I just never thought, like, hmm, told you so. Or don't even say it. Just, like, smirk at me. Because like, that's what I do. I don't say it. I don't need to say it because I know I was going to be right. So I'm, like, weird. With, like, a smile. I don't know. So, I'm, again, I'm being a hypocrite. But, like, there's no need to make them feel worse because they just went through what you knew they were going to go through. So I'd be, like, told you. Right. Just be, like, what's going on? What do you need? Right. I agree. But I think second chances are okay. Like I, I think that... I think they're important with the right circumstance. Right. I think, you know, I always tell people to, like, don't, don't always follow your heart. Don't always follow your brain. Follow your gut. Um, I feel like your gut is more instinctual. I was it's just going to say those exact words. Yeah. You know, it, it's following your intuition. It's, you know... Your, your heart can sometimes be so caught up in the emotions of things and so caught up with like, oh my God, but I love this person. Yeah, you love that person, but he just fucked you over. Like, love is not always enough. And sometimes your brain starts to like try to logistics of it, like the whys and the and the this and the that. And you get so caught up with the 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 ins and outs of it that you're not seeing the bigger picture like you're you're concentrating too much on the the details or vice versa maybe you're whatever but you're you're concentrating on the wrong thing like just follow your gut like what is your gut telling you and sometimes that's important do you think people even understand a gut instinct and how to feel it no absolutely not so how do you know that you're recognizing it from your gut rather than anywhere else like, how can you tell someone, like, this is what you should feel? I think that I've kind of practiced it enough. Like, I've kind of, like, you know, when you're conscious about it, when you really think about it more, and maybe that's using your brain, but <laughs> when you're when you're conscious of it, it's it's more, you know, you're not just doing it because it feels right then. Like, you're you're really concentrated on following your gut, following your intuition. But how did you realize it was a gut instinct? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I don't know the actual answer to that. I just know that I wasn't overthinking it. So I wasn't like overly like the whys and the hows and the this and the that. Like it was just like, all right, well, it doesn't matter why it happened. It doesn't matter how it happened, like whatever. And it's not like, okay, well, my feelings are hurt, so I'm reacting. And it's not like, well, I'm so in love that I'm letting that blind me. So it's truly just going with your gut. I don't really know how else to describe it. 
describe it or explain it. I just trust the universe. I just do me and know that the universe is always going to take care of me. Yeah. I will listen to my gut when I get that weird, like, like I get like a deep feeling. Like I'm like, where did this feeling come from that I don't recognize? That's how I recognize a gut feeling. Like I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. But it doesn't, it sometimes doesn't pertain to what I'm talking about or thinking about or worrying about. And then I'm like, and then once I pay attention to it, I'm like, oh, this is why. But I always trust the universe. And I often thank the universe all the time. Yeah. Because I'm in, shit went down, but I'm in a great position in my life. And I have nothing to complain about. So if you were given a second chance, what would be different? Me. Elaborate. How I reacted to things, how I, no, because I would treat them exactly the same because the, the way I treated them was, you were like a king. Mm-hmm. We were both very like mutual, like to do anything for each other. Like we almost took care of each other to the other, to the point that the other person had to worry about themselves. Like I would take care of you so much that I, you would take care of me. And like, it was just very, I would wake up with coffee on the bedside. It was like very bizarre to be in a relationship that was like so smooth and like there was no there was communication without talking. Yeah. Like, we didn't have to think or question. It was instinctual. Yeah. It was just, it was effortless. It was literally effortless. Right. The connection right out the gate, whether we met on Scruff or not, was right out the gate. And then we talked from that day for two years until I did some unrecognizable thing. But what I bring to the table is different as a human now, I think, too. I'm more aware... I think maybe I wasn't comfortable in that relationship because he did make a ton more money than me. He had his own place. Like he had a lot of things in line that I didn't have. So maybe I was always comparing. So I never felt as good as, I don't know. Like an equal? Yeah. He never made me feel that way. That was all me. It was all me feeling that way. Like towards the end, I was like, I need to put pictures up in the house. I don't have any pictures of my friend who found me in the house. So I think that's what it was. It was me trying to like catch up to his like comfortability of his own life and what he had around him. And mm-hmm. that's the only thing I that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Is why he never me again, he never made me feel that way. I think it was all just me. And then once I realized like, why am I comparing myself to anyone? And then I got over these abandonment issues or learned how to work with them. Maybe I'm not over them. I'm hoping I am. That that's where I am now. Which is why I say I'm the best version of myself I've ever been. Yeah. That's why people should put the work in on themselves. Don't give yourself so much to someone else that you forget about yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe because we were taking care of each other so well, that you didn't, and maybe I was losing parts of myself. Who knows? Right. And I think that when you treat yourself well and when you give yourself the confidence and stuff like that, you, you put out this energy and these vibrations and like it, you are looked at like, you might not be, and I'm not saying you specifically, but whoever, you might not be, you know, the the 10, the most attractive person, the most wealthy person, the most whatever. But like when you have that that confidence, when you have that internal love, you know, that's that showcases. Like people want to know more about you. They're they're drawn to you, they're attracted to you. And My grade school teacher once told me <laughs> that I have such a light around me and an energy that people are going to want to be my friend and want to be around me. And that has stood true till this day. Yeah. I can meet a stranger 
at a bar. And me and my friend Sarah did it the other day in Newtown. They connect with us. They now follow the podcast. People just want to talk to me. Yeah. People want to be around my energy. And it, that's why I know that I'll be around for a really long time because I meant to make people happy. That's why I wanted to do this podcast. I want to entertain people. I want to make them feel good about themselves. I want to make them feel bad about themselves and recognize <laughs> things that they are not recognizing. And it's all about self-awareness. A lot of people are not self-aware. So if I can help you by being mean to you, as you say that I am, because I know that I have my moments, <laughs> let's do this. Let's just be self-aware about each other. Let's give each other advice and just do ourselves. Fuck everybody else. Worry about yourself. Yeah. I mean, have you ever met somebody who was like, just like super negative? Yeah. Like they just like are negative about everything. Like they're just pessimistic. Like they just, they, they can't find happiness in anything. Like, when you see these people, when you meet these people, like you're instantly like, oh, like you instantly feel that. From. You feel that. But then me as like, a, I guess you would say empath. I'm like, I want to fix you. But that's not really empathy. I just want you to recognize you deserve better than to feel and talk this way all the time. But you can only do that for so long until they take it from you. And now you end up being this fucking Right. negative monster and then that's when you just have to step away from them right yeah i mean you have you have to be aware you have to be aware of it for sure but you know i i i see this sometimes in people and they're just they're so negative and you know they can't find the silver lining in things and they can't be happy they can't find you know optimism glass half full kind of thing like it's always like woe is me like Oh, that happened to me. Like, nothing's ever good. Like, do you think they do it because that's what they really feel? Or they want attention? I would say... Or they like to feel that way. I would say, in my experience, in my opinion, is that that's how they really feel. Which is sad. That's so sad. Right. I... I... I don't want to think and maybe this is my like benefit of the doubt right <laughs> i don't want to think that people are doing it because they want attention i feel like maybe every once in a while but like i feel like that person that is totally always that way i don't think does it for attention i think that the person that always does it that way really sees themselves that way they don't give themselves attention. They don't give themselves confidence. They don't treat themselves well. And is it possible that it stems back to something from their childhood? Absolutely. You know, could they have been brought up in a household where th their parents were that way or their parents looked down on them or treated them poorly or, you know, maybe they didn't have parents or maybe they went through some shit? Absolutely. That put them in that that mindset but i think I, I think we talked about it earlier like you can you can get yourself out of that mindset like mind over matter like when you give yourself those positive affirmations when you you know treat yourself well make it till you make it if you have to <laughs> so do you think the people that are often just generally happy 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 all the time are faking it I think some are, yeah. Because there's often, and I, yes, I am often faking it, but there's times where I wasn't and people were like, you're always so happy. Why are you so happy? Are you really that happy? And I think that I generally am. 
Yeah. But there's times where I'm going through shit where I'm going to fake it because you don't need to know how I feel. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to feel that way. So I'm trying to hide it for myself. Yeah. And it works. It really does work. I mean, there are, there have been multiple times in my life where I was going through some dark times, some shitty experiences and to the outside people, like maybe some of my closest friends knew, maybe some of my closest friends I broke down to, I cried to, you know, whatever, but my work people, like, you know, outside, like they didn't know, like I was happy go lucky. I had all the energy in the world. Like no one would have second guessed anything from me because that's what I want to portray. Because if I portray it enough, I'm going to feel it. Yeah. And that's what happened. I mean, I'm good. Cause you, I think we eventually, while we're faking it, we realized like it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> I mean, not you. my situation, <laughs> not my situation at all. But I feel like a lot of the times that's what it is. It's like even just mundane things day to day. Like you're just like, uh. I mean, to an extent, maybe. But I think more so than that, it's just if you fake it enough, you're like, wow, I'd much rather feel this way. I'd much rather feel happy than feel miserable. I'd much rather have this light and energy around me than this fucking dark cloud. Like, I, even the people that are very pessimistic and, you know, very negative on a regular basis, I feel like they don't want to be, right? Like, then why aren't, like, I think they, yeah. I just don't, I don't know that they know how to get out of it. Well, we're teaching them right now. Well, if you're listening, hopefully they're listening. Just put a fucking smile on and move on. <laughs> It's just not smile that at, easy. But it's yes. really not. <laughs> at, trust me, I've been there. It's not that easy. But if you're not even trying, it ain't going to change. That's what is that? That's psych, psychotic or psycho doing the same thing, expecting change. Like, so if you are just walking around miserable, you're going to be miserable. The definition of insanity. That's what it is. Is yeah. doing the same thing over that. and over again and expecting a different result. So it's insane that if you don't want to, like, you know what I'm saying? So just change your mindset. Right. Try to. Right. Don't just sit there and be like, ooh, woe is me. Right. Because woe is you now. You know, there's so many people that are like, woe is me. Like, I can't find a date. Or woe is me. I can't get a better job. Or, you know, whatever the case is, like, they put, like, but you're not changing something. You're not stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're not at the bars. You're not job interviewing. Like even if you have the greatest job, you should still go and interview. You should, you should always better yourself. You should always be doing something. Yeah. In all aspects to better yourself, even in a relationship. What could I do to be a better partner? What can I do to be a better friend? Yep. I'm not going to do that because I'm already the best friend. You should probably work on that. <sighs> but we're also all consumed by everything else that's going around, going on around us. Like we all have so much going on. Individually. And I think we also don't give each other enough slack from time to time. Yeah. I think I think that that's very important for sure. Just treat each other with grace. Give each other a little grace. The golden rule. Treat everybody how you want to be treated. But right? how many people don't do that? <laughs> I just want to be treated world. with honesty. Just be a great person. Treat me. people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Just be honest. Then I do. Sometimes I treat you like shit because I deserve to be treated like shit. <laughs> it is what it is. So to kind of wrap up, what is some advice that you would overall? 
be you, give second chances when deserved, and live with no apologies. Love it. What My you? advice would be trust your instincts, be optimistic, find that positivity, those positive affirmations, step outside. Feel the dirt in your feet. Oh, I had that one time. I had a like a um, a reading, like a chakra reading, um, and the, the woman was like, "You need to, you need to walk there." Yes, it's so important to touch the earth. Absolutely, yeah. especially like you and I as earth signs, like it's super important. I need to stay it. grounded, so I often I'm like, "La la 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 la." I, I need a yard again. Doesn't matter. You're in in the regardless. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday. See ya.